Blog Talk Radio. Jack it up. 
this is Off the Chain. I'm your host, Yvonne Mason. And for a minute, I was going to have a panic attack because the guest that is on tonight, I didn't see her pop up in my queue. And when I went to do something, lo and behold, my Internet was out. So, Cherish, I'll introduce you in a moment. Welcome to the show. I'm sorry I missed you. As, as ladies and gentlemen, y'all know this show. As with all things, somehow or another, I, she dropped the call. Um, maybe she'll call back in. The um, the internet went out for some strange reason. I don't know why, but it did. And let's see if we can get her back now. Hi, are you there? Hey, I'm so sorry. I was I was introducing the show, and the Internet went out, and I couldn't figure out where you were, so I'm trying to get everybody up to speed, so bear with me just a minute. Ladies and gentlemen, that's my guest tonight. As you all know with Off the Chain, anything's going to happen on this show, and usually does. <laughs> but before we get into tonight's show, I have, I have to tell you all something. We are on the cusp. I mean, right there on the edge. It should happen tomorrow. We are almost 119,000 listeners just on this show. When you add all of, yes, when you add all the podcasts, which includes uh, TuneIn Radio, FM.com, iTunes, YouTube, Podcast.com, Podcast Garden, Spreaker, SoundCloud, and ladies and gentlemen, we are on iHeartRadio on two of my podcasts, Southern Chats with Yvonne Mason and Off the Chain, and we are fixing to be on Spotify. This is just so exciting. When you add all of those podcasts to the show itself, we are well over 150,000 listeners in over 200 countries. So we're getting there. The show's not even two years old. Now, there's two ways you can be on the show. One is you can come on as a guest, and the other is you can place an ad. And now I'm not in it to get rich. I don't want to get rich. I'm already rich beyond my wildest dreams, and it's not in money. It's it's in peace of mind. I have the love of my life still alive, though he's very sick. It, that's why I'm rich. I have my children that love me, grandchildren that love me, friends that love me. Y'all, the, the show, which is not my show, it belongs to y'all, the guests, the listeners. Y'all have made me rich in, in ways beyond measure. So if you want to come on the show, send me an email at offthechainradio at yahoo.com. I'll tell you how to get on the show. If you want to place an ad, which costs you 10 bucks, I'll run it for 30 days. No matter how many shows I run in that 30 days, I'll run your ad. If I have to cancel the show and reschedule it because of my husband, I just roll you over. You will get your money's worth, trust me, and then some. So you can contact me at offthechainradio at yahoo.com, and I'll tell you how to do that. Then before we get started with our guest, who I am so excited, I can't wait to talk to this young woman. She's not only beautiful, but she's got a history. Oh, just y'all wait. But I have to start the night off with, with two ladies that have been with me for a long time, and I run their ads. They are so gracious and, and have supported me in, in many, many things. One of them is author Diane Moat, and she has a book series called the Sam Holden Series. The first in the series is Dog Gone, and the second in the series is uh, Dog Fight. And it talks about wherever a helpless animal whimpers in the dark and wherever the system fails to protect said animal, Sam will be there, and she's not giving up anytime soon, so you've been warned. When Sam Holden receives a tip about a brutal dog fighting ring, she embarks on some of her most dangerous acts of vigilantism yet. 
The monster known as the puppeteer circles Sam's world as she unknowingly circles his. While they chase each other, will Sam put those she loves most in harm's way in order to break up this ring? So with time running out and animals in need, the dangerous life Sam's created begins to clip any other life she could ever lead. So go on Kindle, ladies and gentlemen, and buy Diane Moat's books, Dog Fight and Dog Gone. Now, if you're into inspiration and, and understanding that you have a purpose and, and that life is just life, it's neither good or bad, you need to listen to Inside Your Life with Cece. Cece Chamberlain is a friend of mine, and she's marvelous. She has a motivational, passionate conversation with Inside Your Life with Cece. She interviews people who are living their true purpose, and it doesn't matter if you're a professional boxer, an author, or a history enthusiast, it doesn't matter. She strives to give you hope for a brighter day with her inspirational words. So download, subscribe, and listen as CC guides you to pursue your dreams for you to live your best life. You can find her wonderful show on podcast.com, iTunes, Google Play, and elsewhere podcasts are available. Now for the fun part. This beautiful, beautiful woman that is on the other end of my telephone. She's gorgeous. No, y'all can't go look up her record yet because you don't know her name. So you're just going to have to wait. <laughs> but her name is Cherish Lee, and, and the name suits her. She is a country music artist, and she has seen firsthand how hard it is to make it in this business. Through her father. Now, her father, ladies and gentlemen, if if you're as old as I am, if you're as old as dirt, you'll recognize the name immediately. Her father is Johnny Lee. He is a country music legend who wrote, sang, and played Looking for Love from the movie Urban Cowboy, one of my favorite songs. And her mother, now, you got to go back a ways, ladies and gentlemen. It was the hottest show on primetime television back in the 70s, and it was set in the state of Texas in the city of... You guessed it, Dallas. Her mother, Charlene Tilton, played Lucy Ewing on that hit TV series. So Cherish quickly gained her own recognition as a singer and songwriter in the Music City. Her album is truly homegrown, a Cinderella piece that is just flat out cool. And I've got three of her songs. You heard the first one tonight, and you're right. Her music is not your grandma's country. <laughs> this October, well, last year, October 2017, she released her first single, Tequila Cowboy, and y'all will hear it tonight, along with her music video debut. Tequila Cowgirl, Cowgirl, not Cowboy, is about an all-American girl, a hard worker, and she's got her head on straight, knows right from wrong, and lives by that. She loves Jesus and Tequila. She loves her animals and is thankful for what she has. And while she doesn't need a man and won't share her bed with just anyone, she is looking forward to meeting the right one. Any guy would be considered lucky to bring her home to meet his mama, and every girl wants to be her best friend. This song has an intimate, nostalgic feel to it with a healthy dose of country music. The full aptly named album, Tequila Cowgirl, is already out, ladies and gentlemen. It was released in January of this year. It's honest music that tells a story, and Lee's voice conveys it beautifully. 
with all the attitude that her fans have come to expect from her. And if she were in southern Florida, you bet your bippy I'd stand in line to get a ticket. Welcome, <laughs> Miss Cherishly. How are you? Hi, my dear. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> You are so welcome. Thank you for putting up with my internet that had a brain fart and didn't want to play well with me tonight. Hey, Lord, I, you know, it's one of those things. I, I took my son to the Nashville Zoo, and I there's a section of the zoo where you can go in and you can pet the goats and the llamas and uh, the alpacas and all that. And so this was like the quintessential moment of why parents need to be schooled on how to use electronics and why kids need to be supervised because I was taking a video of him, but the phone was upside down and he saw this goat, this big old white goat. And he just, he passes up the bottom side and goes to his side and pats him. And then was like, Hey, what was that thing? And goes to stick his finger right in his butt. And I, <laughs> I got the whole thing on video, but it's upside down. All I'm saying is I understand it with the electronics and sometimes that, that all happens. It's, Oh, that is that is a that is timeless. I love it. <laughs> I love yes, it. Yes, we're it. a very we're uh, <laughs> we're a very fun, colorful bunch here. <laughs> well, well uh, since I didn't get you on on before the show, so we could have a chat. I don't know if if Michael has told you she is with MTS Records, ladies and gentlemen. So you're going to hear me bat Michael's name around a lot. His name is Michael Stover, and he is. He has been so gracious, and he has sent me all these wonderful artists. And and Cherish is just the the cherry on top of the cake of the of the four of them that I have interviewed in the, in the last few days. When when I got her bio and and her songs, I couldn't wait for this day to come, and I'm I'm was praying that nothing would happen that we would have to reschedule. Because with your background, with with the environment that you grew up with, did you find that it's both in a blessing and a curse? Because let's go back into history. You were you were a wee child when your mom played on Dallas, were you not? Oh yeah, I mean she, she you know, she started that show when she was seventeen, so yep. she you know got pregnant. Uh, early early 20s and um, I think most of the people were like Charlene you've got to you know got to have an abortion my mom's like I'm not having an abortion absolutely not you can fire me from the show but that's not going to be a thing so Leonard Neal was a deer and he was like we're not no you don't need to do anything like that that's not going to not Leonard Neal Leonard Katzman pardon me is uh, you know he was very supportive and um the people on the show were very supportive. It was the other people on the outskirts, but um, they just filmed like that the the beginning of Austin Powers, you know, where he walks around <laughs> and from the top up, there's a watermelon there. Yeah, exactly. So it it was like that for a long time, but um, I did. I, I grew up in the business and um, on set with my mom and on the road with my papa bear and um. You know, there were so many perks and so there's so many incredible things about it. I mean, really, you get to travel. You get to um, meet so many incredible people. And, you know, I get to watch my parents 
in in the limelight of what they do best, like really who they are. And um I and so for that it was incredible. I learned so much. And then there's the weird stuff that goes along with it, people waiting outside of your house trying to snag pictures of you when you're going through something difficult in life or just trying to catch that bad moment and you know, so there's there's all, just like in any job, there are ups and downs. You know, it's it's just, but it is it's it's an amazing thing to be a part of myself. Well, let me ask you this: When did you decide? Because I grew up listening to your father's music, yeah, and looking for love in all the wrong places was absolutely one of the the epitome of of his songs it it, it was wonderful I yeah listen to it i got stuck in my head and i'm thinking yeah that would be that would be my life right now yeah did you always want to go into that arena as opposed to acting or was it a conflict with yourself um you know, I, I grew up doing musical theater. I always wrote music. I always did that. And then, um, you know, I did some acting here and there. And then at one point in my life, I thought to myself, well, who in their right mind wants to be a part of this business anyhow? So I, you know, started a dog walking and dog training business and dated some guys who weren't worth my weight in water. And anyways, and finally got it together and was like, I'm a terrible waitress. I'm not good at this. I just, I'm not going to fight it anymore. I'm going to go ahead and do what I do best. And, um, I love to perform. I feel home on stage. I, to be able to write a song, um, you know, that relates to some, or that, that helps somebody through something or they're able to relate to it because not everybody can write a song. You know, true, and uh, so when it really speaks to the heart or gets your feet moving, it's that's a good thing. It's cool. Well, I know not your grandma's country made me want to get up and dance. If I hadn't have been fighting with the internet, I probably would have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this ain't your grandma's country song. It's a it's a fun one. That's probably uh, the most rocking one on there. And then we've got. Um, you know, Wyatt's song, which was written for my, I wrote that for my son. And it's like a country Beatles tune. It's so funny, but it didn't matter about anybody's opinion. It's that's for him. And um, then I've got ones you leave behind, which is uh, actually going to be my next single coming out uh, in June. And I'm releasing a music video and that was written. um, I wrote that for, my brother who passed away, uh, he, unfortunately, we lost him to a heroin overdose, which was so crazy because uh, it's just not something that you're ever able to, um, you're not prepared for. No one ever teaches you about this sort of thing, really. And, um, you know, it's no respecter of, of persons, gender, uh, economic status. It doesn't matter who you are, where you came from, if, if unfortunately, it gets a hold of you. It's a it's a struggle. So he unfortunately lost that, but um, I, because it's so prevalent today, I felt that that was really important to uh, release that song next. 
I think that is an excellent idea because you are correct, Cherish. Drug usage, overdosage, loss is no respecter of anything or anybody. And once the monkey gets on your back, it's very difficult to get it off. It's it's like a friend of mine says, I'm I'm I will always be an addict. I'm not an active addict, but I will always be an addict because the desire is mm-hmm. always there. Yeah. And if you and if you come off of it and go back, it's it's twice as hard because it takes twice as much to quench that that fire that burns in your belly and and sweetheart, I my heart aches for you because I lost my only sister five years ago. So I understand the loss. She unfortunately had leukemia, but to to get that phone call that someone that you loved has has died from a heroin overdose is devastating. And for you to write a song in his tribute says a lot about your love for him and the fact that you want to keep others aware. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm sorry for yours as well. It's it's one of those songs where if you you know when you listen to it, it it'll speak to you as well. It's not you know it, it, it's a well-rounded song. There were lots of songs that were written, but I felt that this one was going to uh, reach the most people. Um, you know, it's not like I said specifically about like it doesn't say that specific thing in the song. That's what it was right. for me. But people hear it, and they it it, it it touches them in all sorts of different ways. So and no, well, y'all you know. can't go get it now. You, we got more songs to play, so just keep your short song. You can go get her music later because you don't even know where to <laughs> get it yet. <laughs> so back full circle to the history of of Cherish. I did a deep dive on you. You were a gossip columnist. No, this was a, this is so funny. I was just having this conversation. The internet is so ugh. No, I wasn't. And my grandma's name is not Catherine Thacker and I'm not married to Matt Dunn anymore. And I'm just like, What the I don't know who's who keeps up with this or who's not Somebody keeping up with it. Somebody keeps putting that up. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I wasn't. <laughs> well, all right then. Well, let's let's talk about Cherish. You were a dog walker. You were a, a waitress and didn't like that. <laughs> what oh, but I didn't it like up? it. The poor people didn't like it. I was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Could you not get the orders right or what? I just, I don't know. I It just wasn't my bag. I just wasn't good at it. When... Even though you were around people, it's not the same, I guess, as your true calling. And and this is what I say on this show a lot, is if you don't answer your true calling, you will never be happy doing what you do. It will always be a burden to go and get that paycheck because you ha- it's not how much money you make. It's how happy you are making that money. And being a server was not your calling. Being on stage is your calling. Yeah, and you know, I of course I had fun with the people. I, I'm a people person, love them, but I get all sorts of stuff wrong. You know, forget this or that, or drop some stuff, and it just you know I high fived everybody at the end of it. I think I got mostly <laughs> sympathy tips back when, but it's yeah, it was just you know what I say is there. There's only one you. No one else on this planet has your fingertips, your DNA. 
And uh, so I think within that, there is something special, something about us that we're called to do and be a part of. And, you know, it's up to us to really be honest about who we are and um, not walk in fear, not stay in a place of offense or hurt, um, which are all very difficult things on a daily basis, you know, to conquer. But, um, you know, I'd hate to, for myself, I'm, you know, I believe in heaven. I, I would hate to get up there and know that my calling was supposed to be something. I was supposed to reach some people. I was supposed to save some animals. And I didn't do it because I missed it being, you know, selfish or whatever it may be, being fearful. Um, So, yeah, and it's not necessarily about, like, you know, being – do I want to be famous and have that platform? Yes, but not for, like, the Range Rovers and the Diamonds and the book and all that. It would be – that wouldn't – be me. I would want to use it as a platform to take my finances to become a, a phil- you know, the most philanthropic person I could. Um, go and travel, build my dog sanctuary, my animal sanctuary, and give where it needs to. Make sure that my family is taken care of. That's that's why I want the platform. That's take the baby to the desire. pet zoo so he can stick his finger in the rock. <laughs> The petting zoo. Wyatt, you're not allowed in. <laughs> <laughs> on, on that note, yes, ladies and gentlemen, this is Off the Chain. I'm your host, Yvonne Mason, and we're talking with one of the most beautiful people in the world. When you see her picture, you will fall in love with her. She has an old soul, ladies and gentlemen, and it comes through. She has a pure heart, and it comes through in her photographs, and I don't say that about a lot of people, Cherish, but but I get that feel from you that your soul is so old and you're so wise and you have such a kind heart. And with that, I'm going to play Tequila Cowboy, ladies and gentlemen, and no, y'all can't go get it yet. We will be right back. She takes her coffee black, wears her grandpa's hat, her boots are well worn in. She's bull's honest, and she's restless as the wind. She says, you know, men, you can let them in and lead them to the truck. But just like wild horses, they tend to wander off. Bottom. 
are back. That was Tequila Cowgirl by country music artist Cherish Lee, who is my guest tonight. This is Off the Chain, and I'm your host, Yvonne Mason. And Cherish, before we went to the song, we were we were talking about passions. And in your own words, and I love it because you are indeed a a rebel, and I love rebels. I I don't play by rules. It's it's a, it goes against my grain. But ladies and gentlemen, this is what she says, and I quote. I refuse to pay money to make it on the music charts. I want it to happen because I work my ass off and people actually want to hear my songs. What happened to passion, storytellings, rebels with a cause, and music that had its merit and how damn good it was and how it made you feel. Our forefathers in music would be ashamed of us. You are so, so right. Why Thank you. would any continue expound on this you know it's it's kind of crazy because i'm not i'm not knocking anybody i'm not knocking my peers i i respect them i respect where they are and their their journey um but it's so crazy to you know i i was tied up in contractual agreements for a long time and uh when i finally got the free and clear um, I was like just about to have my baby. I was nine months pregnant. And, uh, anyways, I was able to have my baby in peace and my family, we were safe. We were protected and all that from, you know, some of the crazy stuff that the business was bringing our way, um, my way. And, uh, when my son was just a couple months old, uh, I, had an old residual check that came in the mail and I took half of it and I was like, I've got 1500 bucks to make an album. And I didn't want, you know, my music to be stolen from me. I didn't want those people to take something that didn't belong to them from me. And, um, and still I'm dealing, you know, it's still always a struggle. Uh There's those people out there, but, um, I I wanted to be respectful to my family and I, had fifteen bucks or fifteen hundred bucks to put into it, and uh, people were like, "No possible way, you can't do that." Not in Nashville. It, it that's not even a realistic thing. Um, and I always say, where there's a will, there's a way, and you can accomplish what you can see. And um, we recorded this album in the basement of my producer Nate Wadan's house. He had never produced an album before. He was an excellent drummer. But he had the faith in me. He called in a lot of favors. We paid some of the musicians with beer. Um, he was able to put in the time and the energy that I wasn't able to fully be there uh, because I had my son and I was a new mom. So I, while I was there a lot, I was not there as much as he. And um, he did an incredible job. And, you know, this album, um, it put me on a billboard country music top country artist to watch for in 2018 and this was something that people said couldn't be done and I said that's just that's I'm not accepting that but thank you and uh and here we are and I'm still pushing every day (laughs) well the the thing is in in the indie in the indie world of which I am a part of on the author side and and on the radio side 
what you just said rings so true. We have to work twice as hard to do half the things that others do when they pay three times as much money and don't get the expectation that they that they have and then they have to put up with all the BS. You you have to put up with like you say all the drama that goes with it. And and look at you. The songs on this album, ladies and gentlemen, is absolutely over the top. And Thank and this you. artist is oh she she's amazing. And I'm very excited because we're gonna go ahead. Sorry. No, you go ahead. No, no, I just thank you so much for that. It's yeah, it, uh, every day, um, all day long, <laughs> you know, it's working and being a mom and pushing things, and it's it is it's a it's a full time job. I'm already working on the next album, um, and I'm not sure if I'm going to release them single by single. I, I haven't figured that out yet, but I have a, a song called Troubled Town. And I am so excited about it. But the first, the first lyric of the song is, there's a well-worn path of wolves at my door, but their hell-bent hunger don't scare me anymore. Because that's Ooh. what it, it really is. It's a, it's a crazy business. It's a crazy town. It's a troubled town. It is a troubled town. And, and the sad part is, it, one time it was not that troubled. That's where the artists could go to find solace and, and hone their craft and be protected. And now it's all, sadly, it's all about the money. And for years and years and years and years, artists didn't get paid what they were worth. The producers and, and the, the music companies and, and all the other people stole it from them. And, and sometimes I think they still don't get paid what they're worth. So for you to have the courage to say, I am doing this as an indie artist, gives hope to the future that they don't have to depend on, in the in the book world we call it the big six. They mm-hmm. have, because we broke the, the ceiling years ago, and that's exactly what y'all are doing in the in the indie music world. Y'all are breaking those doors down and, and taking control of your own destiny. And look at you on the on the top billboard. Thank you. Yeah. It's Thank amazing. you very much. It's yeah. That's what I'm saying. If you you know if that's if that's a part of you, that's what I was saying before. Don't let don't let fear be a part of it, because fear is the only thing that'll you know it'll drag you down. Don't let don't let that self-doubt or anything like that. If you, if there is something and it is a part of you, you can accomplish what you can see. Just envision it and get there. Sometimes and you got to get really there. creative. And, <laughs> and you have to, to put it there, You have to put it out there, and, the, and you have to believe. When you were when you were at your lowest ebb, and you say, you know, this is. What am I doing? Have I lost my mind? You have to constantly believe that if the whole world walks out your door, that you have got this and you are capable of doing it and doing it well. And look at you. You have done it. And you're going forward. And I can't wait to hear more out of you. Thank you. I can't wait to see you on the the Country Music Awards and get Best Female Vocalist of the Year. Ooh, I'm going to say yes to that. Thank you. 
Absolutely. Okay, what we're going to do is we're going to run three ads right quick, and right behind that, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to run. We're going to play her last song because I don't want us to run out of time. And it is a duet. And when I listened to it this afternoon, it it just talking about moving me. Just let the song speak for itself. So this is off the chain with your host Yvonne Mason and my my guest Cherish Lee, who is a up and coming country artist and she is wonderful and we will be right back do you have cougars on your porch swing (coughs) are horses your new best friend (coughs) do your nicest shoes get buried knee deep in snow as your toes turn blue are you bothered by wolves at your woodpile no not that kind of wolf Join wildlife artist and author Nancy Quinn and her family as they discover an exciting new life in Go West, Young Woman, a true Montana adventure, available online and in bookstores, or visit quinnwildlifeart.com for a personalized signed copy. Critics agree, it's a hoot. Hi, this is Winona and Jade inviting you to join us and our wonderful guests on the And I Thought Women's Cave podcast on Blog Talk Radio to learn more about our books, the And I Thought series, and the Misfit Guides. They're available on Amazon.com and BarnesandNobles.com. Or just to see what your ladies are up to, you can find all of that out on www.andwethought.com. So peace and love from Winona and Jade and our books. <laughs> You're so silly. You're silly. Remember Did you that? That's funny. <laughs> Remember to visit us at andwethought.com. Former Boston PD Captain Stanford Carter and his wife, forensic scientist Jill Seacrest, have decided to move to the Big Apple to accept positions with the New York branch of the FBI. Rookie agent Shania Deeprose completes the trinity as they collide head-on with raging and rampant social, political, and economic unrest amid a string of murders that seem unrelated and may be serial, copycat, thrill, or hate-driven as they struggle to understand the mind and thought process of the orchestrators, killers, and victims, the team begins to wonder who's who. The line between black and white, superior and subordinate, right and wrong, and good and evil disappears as they are forced to reevaluate their own thoughts, feelings, and philosophies. Ultimately, every character must come to their own conclusions to these questions. Is justice ever more important than the law? Is playing God justifiable if it's for the greater good of all? Come along for the ride to see if Agent Carter will decide to stick to being a hunter or become judge, jury, and executioner instead. Find the answers to these questions when you read the new book, The Killing Collective. The Killing Collective is a character-driven story with big characters with depth. They're soul-searching in addition to the biggest case of the agent's careers. The Killing Collective, available on Amazon in both Kindle and paperback editions. Order your copy today. This is 
stronger than a jolt in a coffee cup. The way you smile at me, baby, is the antidote for my own crazy. You saved me from the man I Mike Moon Pie sang that song with me, so I was so appreciative to have him on board for that. Well, I'm sitting here listening to it. I, I, I heard him this morning when I was putting the show together, and I'm, I'm sitting here listening to it tonight. And because I am a visual person, I took a step back into history, in country music history, 
And I am seeing the greats, Dolly Parton and Porter Wagner and Loretta Lynn and all the greats that sang the duets. And I see you and Mr. Mike with that group of people that sang duets because it Mm. has that feel to it. Oh, I love it. I'm going to have to let him know that you said that. Thank you. I only speak the truth. My listeners will tell you she only speaks because it, it, it has such an amazing feel to it. What in the world gave you the inspiration to write such a powerful song and then it come out like it did both of you? You're both powerful singers within that song. It, you're telling a story to each other. You can feel the the electricity in the song. Oh, Where did thank you? Get you. It was well. It was uh, it was the very first song. I um I can't, I was living in Texas. Hold on one second. I gotta get my dog inside. Cowgirl, it's raining. We're not playing. Come on. <laughs> Poor dog. She's like, I don't understand. Um, the only problem is she's big, so if she gets all muddy, then it's just going to take too long. Um, uh-huh. it, you know, I, I was living in Texas, and um, it was my first trip to Nashville uh, with a writing session. And uh, I got to sit down, and I, I was able to co-write this song, Um with a gentleman named Bill DeLuigi and uh, another gentleman. And it was, it was just, it was a love story. Exactly. And um, it, w- it was an honest one. Um, and so if you've ever had the chance to love and then all of that it takes to get up to it, because he, he wrote the first part of it and then I, I wrote the second parts and it was true, you know, dance the lights out of this town turn love on and I shut it down you know you fall into a sea of strangers and just looking it's like my dad's song looking for love in all the wrong places yeah you know and then when you finally get that go ahead continue now continue now when you when you finally are able to um to rest in that what a wonderful thing you know and and you're right it it's it has the same tenor as looking for love in all the wrong places because when when you sang your part, that came through. Okay, I was drowning because I was basically looking everywhere and I wondered how long it would take you to find me. And that comes through so strong in that song. The reason I ask you what made you write it is because it, it the feeling that I got was that's where you were in your life, you were at a place in your life that that you were drowning and just waiting for for someone to come along and save you. Yeah, yeah, and in in the relationship area, like I said, you know, I <laughs> dated some interesting people, <laughs> um, and even you know, in the in even it was a weird thing because I I, I always said, oh, I'm only going to be married once, like that's it. And um, my first marriage was very short. It was a very odd thing, and I didn't think that I was a prideful person, but it was—it it actually 
was weird to say, like, I'm I'm leaving. We're this is it. We're getting a divorce. And um, it was one of those things because I loved him, but I loved me more, and I had been through enough in my life. And instead of him coming up to my level, I started to sink down to his. And uh, it was it, it sucked. It really was a terrible, terrible thing to uh, to go through. You know, um, I I'm married now. My husband is incredible, and I see this path <laughs> of how I got here. And to the man that I'm married to now is just, um, we, we say often, we're like, oh, my God, we're going to be together for the rest of our lives. That's so amazing. Um, because we both put each other before ourselves. And it only works if it's done mutually. Yes. You know? I so, I so, so my best agree. Friend. Yeah. You, that that is what true unconditional love is all about is where you put the person that you love their needs wants and desires before yours and and when it's reciprocated it becomes a beautiful unit that you walk the path together and you support each other and help each other and when the other one's having a, when one's having a bad day the other one's there to lift them up and they're not bogged down with their own self pride and 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 self-doubt and their own self-gratification because they have enough to share with the person they love. Exactly. How long have you been married? I have been married 13 years. I got out of a very bad um, relationship, and the, the, the man that I'm married to now has loved me all of my life. The last time we saw each other was in 74 when my grandfather died. We are second cousins, and he loved me then. And yeah. when when we finally got back together, he said, Yvonne, I've loved you all of your life. I said, why didn't you come find me? It would have saved me a lot of heartache and grief. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Don't need that aggravation. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah it, it, but the fact that you guys came together. Yes. And, and, and I always say that, that we always wind up where we're supposed to be. And that's that's what I get from your song is, is – you wound up where you're supposed to be, and and it it not only well rounded you as a as a human being and as a person and as a woman, it comes through through your craft. Well, thank you. I am just so excited. I don't know about y'all, ladies and gentlemen, but sadly, our hour is going to be up very shortly. Now, I know if I ask her and she has time, will you come back? I would love to, of course, yeah, absolutely. Because I would love to launch your second album on this show. I just think that would be I, wonderful. Cause we're that would be very, the, very special. Wouldn't that be fun? Okay. So let me know. I'll make a special night to launch the album. So you let me know when this thing's going to be ready so that we can launch it. All right, I will. It. And... I've got you liked on your on your um your fan page. But oh, I don't good. have your friend I don't have your friend page. I don't know if you have just a regular friend page, but I did I did find your fan page so that I could promote the show on that page. Well go ahead it, and message me on there and I'll I'll give you my private page and I, it it's not so much that I wanna keep anybody from it, but it is that page is mainly dedicated towards animal rescue. 
So I always have to tell people uh, before we become <laughs> friends on this thing, you have to understand you're going to see a lot of stuff that might not sit well with your stomach. And it's it's one of those things like with the, you know, the Yulin festival that's coming up in June in China. It's it's so I can't even there are no words except for that it is literally sheer evil what happens yes, there. Is. And um, so I've got, you know, petitions, and it, there's going to be some point maybe next year when my son is older that I'm going to be able to go there and hopefully form a human chain so no one can do that sort of thing to another living creature. Um, so, but that's what my, my personal page is about. So I have to well, I will, I will mess I will message you on the fan page because – I don't want you to hang up when the show goes dark because yeah. there's some things that I want to I want to tell you but I want to thank you so so much for for spending an hour with me and because we are oh getting gosh, low on time, I want you to tell the folks where they can find your music. No y'all can't go yet. You got to wait till we get done with the show. Where they can find <laughs> you and your fan page and your music because you are going places, my dear. I see it in the future. Thank you, thank you. Yes, um, you are welcome. I would would go ahead and say the best place to find everything is www.cherishleemusic.com. C H E R I S H L E E music.com. And um, if you're going to be in Nashville during CMA Fest, I am performing June 6th at uh, uh, Country for a Cause at 3rd and Lindsley. I'm performing June 7th on the Spotlight Stage, uh, an official CMA Fest Spotlight Stage. And uh, June 8th, I'm going to be at Cooters, a little more intimate um, from about 3 to 5. So I would love to see you and meet you. And um, go on to Spotify. Those numbers, those streaming numbers are so important. If you have Spotify, Go find Cherishly and the album Tequila Cowgirl. Save it to your playlist. Listen to it. Share it. That's it's so important. Absolutely. And and ladies and gentlemen, again, just like with my indie authors, support the indie musicians and artists. It is so so important because if you don't, you're going to miss a lot. A wonderful wonderful crafts you're going to miss music that you would not have heard you're going to miss books you would never have read so it's time to support the indies and as with with everything on the show y'all know that there are a few things that i say at the end of every show because it's so important to me and and i'm sure that 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 cherish knows where i'm coming from people will forget your name they will forget what you look like, they'll forget what you're wearing, but they will never, ever, ever forget how you made them feel. And it is it is my desire and my hope and my prayer that every guest that, that I have on this show, when we hang up the, the phone and the show is over, that they go away feeling that they are special because they are special. And I hope that every one of you as listeners understand that this is your show. It's not my show. It is your show. Y'all are the ones that have made this show what it is. Between you, the listener, and the guest, that is why we are so successful. 
because y'all have done it. I just facilitated, and I am so humble and so grateful and so appreciative that y'all continue to listen and you continue to share and you continue to make this show grow to give our indie artists a platform. Thank you from the bottom of my heart. Also, ladies and gentlemen, you are so welcome, my dear. If you want to achieve greatness, and this is what Cherish did, she wanted to achieve greatness. She didn't ask permission. She just went out and did it. If Cherish can do it, you can do it, no matter what it is. Whatever is greatness in your mind, don't ask permission because nobody's going to give it to you. Take your happy self out there and do it. And when you look at yourself in the mirror in the morning, don't say, I feel special today. Feelings are feelings. They're emotions. They come, they go, they ebb, and they flow. You look in that mirror and you say, I am special because you are. Even though Cherish had two famous parents, and believe me, they, they are big, Cherish has made this her. She owns it. She lives it. She loves it. And that takes character and courage. And she took the fear out of it, the false evidence that appears real. And Cherish, my dear, you will go so far. I am so proud of you. Thank you. Thank you so much. You are welcome. So, ladies and gentlemen, Join us again tomorrow night, which is Thursday night, when we interview Charlotte Hopkins, who is an author. We appreciate you so, so much. We will be back again at 8 o'clock Eastern Daylight Time. And with that, on Friday night, the band Cypher will be here. You know, we love those guys. They come on all the time. So join us tomorrow night at at 8 o'clock Eastern Daylight Time when we interview author Charlotte Hopkins and... This is Off the Chain with your host, Yvonne Mason, and my guest, country music artist, Cherish Lee, and we say good evening. Have a great one. Bye, y'all. Okay, now, we are off line, but what we will talk, what everything we say will show up in the archive show. It's sort of like the outtakes, you know, when at the end of the credits. But what I wanted to tell you is when the show... When we get off and the show archives up, I'm going to download it, and then I will put it up on my Facebook page, and this is why I want your page so I can tag you in it so you can spread it around. And I'm also going to put it on your fan page, but I want to put it on your your friend page too so you can do your – put it on your website, whatever. Tomorrow. Yeah. So my 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 personal page is uh, C-H-E-R space. Capital I S H. So cherish, but with a space in the middle, like okay. cherish. I'll, I'll I will find I'm you, and I will, I will friend you, and then tomorrow I will put this same show up on Spreaker, SoundCloud, Podcast.com, Podcast Garden. And from there, it goes up on iTunes and YouTube, FM.com, TuneIn Radio, and iHeartRadio. Awesome. And I will send you all of those links so you can you can pimp them everywhere, my friend. Great, great. Um, and you're going to 
You're going to be heard in places that you don't think you're going to be. You're going to be heard in places like Iran and Japan and Egypt and New Zealand and Australia and Wales and England and Portugal, Spain, Canada, um, the Netherlands, Belgium, Switzerland, Sweden, France, Germany. Our world has become so small in a really brilliant way. Yes, it has. So you're going to get all this wonderful exposure. So I expect to see your sales jump like a crazy thing. Oh, good. Well, it's so funny that now we're in a time uh, where I'm like, don't buy my music. Just stream it. Numbers are so important. It's crazy. Absolutely. And, and I know. now they can. And, and they, because of three songs tonight, they're going to want the rest of them. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's a fun album, and I'm all, it's crazy that I'm already looking forward to the next one. And I've got Christmas music I'm going to put out, and it's just, it's... Um, well, it's, I did, it's uh, well, okay, this is what I want to do. Because yeah. my when my guests come on the first time, then they become regulars on the show. Johnny Carson taught me a lot when I used to yeah. watch him. He would bring people on that were unknown. Well... I don't do a scripted show. He didn't do a scripted show. But what would happen is he would bring those people on. They would talk about them because they're the brand, not their product. And then the next, by the time he brought them on again, everybody in God knew them. Because just being on his show got them that exposure. This is what I want to do for my guests. I not only want to give you all that first exposure, but I want people to start following you on this show and they will you will get a following on this show i love it so i love consider yourself a regular okay i'll take you up on it girl (laughs) all right honey and i will hook up with you on facebook and um do i need to go through michael or go straight through you how do you want to do this because i know he is your your manager um, so actually, I Michael and I, um, not because of any sort of anything bad, I, I needed to find somebody who was actually in Nashville. However, I recommend so many people to him. You can either go through him or go straight to me. Either is fine. Um, I, I just signed with a PR company called uh, Brickshore Media. And so okay. um, because they're, and they they're won't have a, here in Nashville. They won't have a problem if I go straight through you. Oh no 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 no! Okay, not at all. Not all right, at because all. and Michael, see, I want to so, bring... he's so wonderful and gracious as well. So whatever is is good, but yeah, just you can go through. Because I want, I want to bring you back when you. I want to keep up with you so that when you get ready to release that second album, we can bring you on, play some songs, launch the album, and then if you're doing Christmas music, I want to bring you back around that time too, so we can play your Christmas music and launch that and get people. I got a plan for you for this show. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, and I'm gonna I'll message you when I release um the single and the video. So you go and listen to the do you have that song or do you are you on Spotify at all? Yes, I am on Spotify. I can pull it down. Um, I was gonna say the song is called One Do You Leave Behind and since you had to deal with what you went through with your sister, I feel like anybody who's dealt with loss will understand that song. And we will have to play that song the next time I bring you on, too. Because yeah. we didn't even really You'll... talk about that tonight. Well, well we that's did, okay. I'll, I'll message you and um, and let you know when the, the video is up so you can see it. And 
Um, and I, what is your husband okay? No, my husband is dying. Oh, he is eighty-three years old, and he has congestive heart failure, and he only has like thirty percent of his heart that is working. Plus, he also has he's insulin dependent diabetic, and he has high blood pressure, and he has macular degeneration, and he only has two working arteries in his heart. The bottom part of his heart is completely dead. Uh, three. He had five bypasses back in 2003, and, and they were only supposed to last seven years. They lasted 13, and three wow. of those five are gone. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. But, well, but we you guys are going to keep my prayers. Thank you, honey. I appreciate that. You, I, I can't tell you. Tonight was a good night. Thank you for the show. I mean that from the bottom of my heart. I really had a ball. Well, so did I, and I know time is a special thing. It's something you can't get back, so thank you for, you know, lending, for spending that time with me. I appreciate it. Same here, same here. So what I'll do is I will message you. If I can't find your page, I'll message you on the fan page so that you can friend me, and you'll know it's me because I have my uh, off-the-chain banner, and then my Do Your Dare is, my do you dare book cover is my profile picture. I gotta change oh, it out. Cool. Gonna... And then just let let me know so that I can get you set up um for the show for when you get ready to launch the new one and then tell me what day in when are you gonna when are you gonna launch your Christmas music? Um, I don't know. I've got to talk to my my PR folks about that. I think it's probably so. We'll start. Well, I will watch Elf all year round, my son and I. But um, we'll probably start the Christmas music like day after Thanksgiving and like promoting that. Well, okay, that's and I'll perfect. Probably, yeah, and release it because uh, if you give me a day, day I don't have anything in I don't have anything in November yet, so. Give me a date. Get with your PR people. Give me a date, and you'll get first dibs on that date. I'll just pencil you in, and you're there. Okay. When is Thanksgiving is the 22nd? Yeah, I think it would be smart to uh, maybe do it right after. Want to do it the 23rd on that Friday? Have our own Black Friday? We could. Either that or the Monday. Let me let me go ahead and let's be in touch and because we'll do it somewhere okay. right around there. Sounds like a plan to me, darling. Awesome, girl. I love it. And when Thank are you, you gonna? When you're welcome. When are you gonna launch your album? September, October. Will you? Uh, I will probably know. I'm not sure. I think the next time to launch something new would be like. End of January, February. Of next year? It's a whole weird time thing, like, out here, and it's just very odd. I'm learning so much. (laughs) One would think that one would want to launch it for the Christmas season, for Christmas. Oh, I will. Yeah, I know. So I'm going to do Christmas. That's going to be the thing I released this year. Um, So I'll have the album and a couple Christmas songs. And then I'll release, uh, like, beginning of 2019. 
Okay. For the next stuff. Well, for sure, for sure, we're gonna do the Christmas. So then we'll do the album when when you, when you get me a date, I'll put you down. Perfect. Okay, Perfect. I'm excited. This will be so much fun. All right, my dear. I know. Same here. Well, thank you, and I love um, I love what you've got going on. Congratulations to you. Thank you, sweetheart, and congratulations to you. And hug that baby for me. Oh, I will. I will. He's so good. And yeah, you squeeze your <laughs> husband. I will, darling, and I'll I'll go message you right and now as soon right as we places. get off here. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I will do it. Talk to you later. Bye, darling. Bye-bye. 